Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires... Get into Dobbs. With Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Happy to have our friend Ben Heisler on the show. He's a family fantasy football and sports betting analyst for Sports Illustrated, joining us here on 101 ESPN. And Heis is absolutely washed. He's washed, Jamie. It's over for him. He had to get hernia surgery yesterday, and he's playing what? hurt for us coming on the show today. Heis, how you doing, man? You doing all right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought it was going to be a slightly different introduction. I thought it was going to be, my man, Heiss, he's, he's playing hurt. You know, our, our, our guy Rivers is. <laughs> I added that in as well. I said, this is your you know? flu game, Heiss. Oh, this is my flu game. All right, well, then I have to come through and not, not be you know, completely atrocious. So, yeah, listen, I, 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 you, can't, you can't bring me on with a former hockey player and be like, oh, this guy just had hernia surgery. Like, Rivers, what's, what's the worst injury that you've ever played through? <laughs> uh, played through? Uh, yeah, about seven broken noses, uh, yeah, so 53 we, stitches through my chin, a broken foot, a broken hand, a separated shoulder. She also died on the ice ice. <laughs> and I also did die uh, playing hockey. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there you go. Like, what, what are we doing here? The fact that you can try and come and, and make this comparison. Yeah. Years old, surgery, I do feel somewhat washed. Are you okay? That's, that's the real question here. Are you doing all right, buddy? <laughs> Yeah, I'm no, I, again, everything is relative when we're having the conversation between the three of us. Yes, I, I'm feeling fine, definitely in some pain, trying to move myself around a little bit. And, uh, you know, I have been taking a little bit of uh, medicine to try and help me get through it. So uh, we'll see whether or not these picks are completely crazy or not. Well, we have plenty of experience with our guy Ferrario making ridiculous claims because of his medication as well. So it's all there good, go. Heist. This is nothing new right. here on the show. All right, let's start with the game tonight, Heist, because... The Buccaneers are traveling to Chicago. The Bucs are a three-point road favorite. This surprises me a little bit. I would expect them to be a bigger favorite going into Chicago. What am I missing here, and should I be on the Bears' side of things, given what that line is? Well, considering where this line was and where it is now, I think you may have missed that ideal window. At DraftKings Sportsbook this week, guys, and I know, and, uh, and maybe FanDuel Sportsbook, because I know there's a connection with the show, I think that this line was as high as Buccaneers minus six. But what we've seen over the course of the last few days is that Tampa Bay is going to deal with maybe their top four wide receivers not being available. Uh, Mike Evans this practice yesterday. He's a game-time decision, as is Scotty Miller. We already know that Chris Godwin is out. Leonard Fournette, very unlikely to play. And O.J. Howard is now lost for the season. So now you're dealing with Tom Brady having to throw to Ronald Jones, who he doesn't trust in the backfield, as certainly in the passing game. Maybe it's a Keyshawn Vaughn game. Maybe Rob Gronkowski rolls his way into the end zone. And then after that, you're dealing with all sorts of injuries. As for Chicago, it's a short week for them, considering they had the Sunday game. 
but I think they also we, we might be doubting the, the Indianapolis Colts a little bit, only in the sense that they've played some bad teams, but they're still the number one DVOA defense uh, so far in the NFL. Like they've looked really good on, on both sides of the ball. And so I think you're going to see a better game out of Nick Foles this week. He had a really good connection with Allen Robinson as well as Darnell Mooney, their fifth-round pick. Um, and a lot of information coming in from Vegas would indicate that while the bets are on Tampa Bay, the line has moved in favor of Chicago by nearly three points. So I don't know if I like the Bears plus three, but I got them at plus four and a half a little bit earlier. Maybe we see this line move back uh, in favor at plus three and a half. But I do think the right side here is Chicago. All right, Heiss. Cleveland Browns are going to be without Nick Chubb, and we understand how much of the offense he is. So based on that, if you've got Cleveland going here, where are they going to distribute the ball now with Nick Chubb out? Who should people, you know, maybe put in their lineup that is a Cleveland Brown? Well, I think you start primarily with Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt might be a top five, top ten running back this week. Again, it's a tough matchup against the Indianapolis Colts, but what Cleveland has decided to do this year with Kevin Stefanski as their head coach is run the ball and run it down your throat. Last week, Kareem Hunt, 11 rushing attempts, had two touchdowns on the ground. Uh, wasn't it used in the receiving game, but we know that that's an option for him. And they also have somebody that you might have been able to pick up on the waiver wire this week into Ernest Johnson. Uh, and he had 13 rushing attempts for 95 yards last week. So they're going to incorporate the running game. That's not going to change. And what that does is that it just makes life so much easier for Baker Mayfield, who can then connect with Odell Beckham Jr., who can then find Jarvis Landry in the middle of the field. He can look to Austin Hooper, their tight end, uh, without necessarily feeling like he has to force the ball. It was part of the reason that Mayfield struggled so much in Freddie Kitchen's offense in 2019. So I think Dearness Johnson is going to be that intriguing name to watch out for. Again, it's a difficult matchup for him against the Colts, but I think Kareem Hunt is absolutely in play in one of my favorite plays of the week. Let's stick with fantasy heist because the big game this week that I think a lot of people are paying attention to because, frankly, they've got a lot of fantasy-relevant players are the Bills and the Titans, and we still don't know if or when this game is going to be played. If you have Bills or Titans on your fantasy team this week, what are we supposed to do with this one? I'm treating it like a buy, guys, especially you know the more positive tests that continue to come in we so we did we saw the same thing essentially happen for the uh, for the Titans and the Steelers in Week Three, and people are like, well, you know, maybe the NFL is going to find a way, or the NFL is money hungry and they're going to try and do whatever they can to make sure this game gets played. It will get played. It just won't be until Week Seven. So I am treating this very much as if this game is going to be postponed, uh, possibly even forfeited at this point. Uh, I know that's still a bit of spe- a speculation, but I, at this point, I, I just don't want to take the L. I don't want to have roster spots that are unavailable and now we're already dealing with bye weeks you might have had a little bit more flexibility in week three because nobody else was on a bye but you know if you have Devin Singletary or Josh Allen who's playing at an MVP level Ryan Tannehill's been good uh you know Stefan Diggs also all these guys that have had really nice seasons Johnny Smith I think you need to be uh, you know you need to be aggressive uh, and either making sure that you make a trade or get on that waiver wire to know that you have those positions covered this week. Uh, I wouldn't put anything to chance. We're talking to Ben Heisler, fantasy football and sports betting analyst for Sports Illustrated. He's joining us here on 101 ESPN. All right, Heisler, there's two running backs in particular that have really disappointed so far this year, at least in my opinion. You look to the Cardinals and you got Kenyon Drake, and then you look over to the Colts. I thought Jonathan Taylor was going to be a league winner for people after Marlon Mack went down, and he just hasn't had the same share of the carries as I expected. Of those two, which one do you expect to get back on track and to potentially be that league winner down the stretch? 
I would probably say Jonathan Taylor, because I think even though he hasn't looked impressive, he's looked good enough. And I think there's not enough competition within the Colts' backfield to really give him any sort of run for his money. Maybe they had that with Marlon Mack, but he goes down in week one. I mean, after that, you're looking at, at, at Josh Wilkins. Naheem Hines is very hit or miss. They like him in the passing game. There's just nobody else that's going to do what Jonathan Taylor does in this offense. Now, conversely, with Arizona, right now there's a lot of conversation with Kenyon Drake that Chase Edmonds is going to get more carries and more volume in this offense. And he was the guy, especially when he was going in the late first round, that I thought to myself, like, we've seen Kenyon Drake do it for maybe a quarter of a season, maybe half a season at best once he came to Arizona. But there's no guarantees here. And they always are using three and four wide receiver sets. Kyler Murray is running a ton. Like, there's not real – there's no real indication that would say that Kenyon Drake is all of a sudden going to just turn this thing around. Um, I don't think you can trade him at this point because I don't think his value is going to be, you know, at least improved. So I would rather rely on Jonathan Taylor based off the fact that they have a terrific offensive line. And I think at some point he's going to get more into a consistent flow within this offense. Remember the Colts do run and they run the ball a lot and there's no, and there's less guys that are getting in his way of being able to get volume and, and, and goal line work. All right, Heiss. So here at 101, we have what we call the uh, Fast Lane Pick'em Challenge, okay? And we're competing against uh, another morning show. Just happens to be number one in the market for, you know, whatever. Anyways, they're beating us right now three weeks to one. So in putting my picks in starting with today and moving forward, I have two games that I'm stuck on, and I just quickly want to get your take. Now, remember, it's a pick'em, so don't even worry about the odds on this. The Juggernauts uh, from Jacksonville against the uh, Houston Texans. Uh, who would you who would you take straight up in that game? I like Houston to bounce back. I think the decision to move away from Bill O'Brien, who was just flat out toxic in that organization. Uh, you know, one of our my fellow co-writers um, uh, over at Sports Illustrated um, basically he had a tweet earlier this week saying, "Imagine." You know, whispering in Bill O'Brien's ear when the Texans were up 24 to nothing over the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium that he would never win another game as coach of the Houston Texans. And, and that's what happened. They started off 0-4. He got canned. Um, you know, there were some reports of him and J.J. Watt fighting on the sidelines. Sean Watson clearly wasn't happy. And so I think the move, yes, Romeo Cornell, I know BK has some, some memories of him back in from his Kansas <sighs> City days. Uh, so it's not necessarily you know any sort of advantage on the Romeo side, but I think the players are going to be a lot happier, and Bill O'Brien clearly wasn't helping this team win. So I think that the Texans coming in, Jacksonville's going to give them a run. They tend to have a lot of these late fourth quarter uh, opportunities in them, but I think Houston hangs on there at home. Uh, I, I would take the Texans in that matchup. All right, done. And now the next one, and I was pretty sure of myself on this, but then old tinfoil Ferrario here in the studio and BK, our buddy here, started to put doubt in my head, and I think they did it to mess with me. But the Monday night matchup, the Chargers and the Saints, I'm leaning the Saints, but these guys have me worried. Yeah, I, it's understandable. They, they, they got a big win. I think at one point it might have been you know 28 unanswered points by the Lions. Uh, last week on the road, they're back at home where they played substantially better this year, have wins over the Buccaneers. I know they lost to the Packers, but, but Green Bay is undefeated, and that offense looks terrific. You know, the Chargers, they're, they're making things interesting. Justin Herbert looks like you know, a solid quarterback uh, and a guy that's going to take some chances downfield. But you know, losing Austin Eckler for the next several weeks, that is a big loss for them. He's an integral part of their passing game. And now it's going to be some combination of their rookie Joshua Kelly along with Justin Jackson in the backfield. Mike Evans is a bit, or Mike Evans, not, not Mike Evans, Mike Williams 
uh, is a bit nicked up for them as well. And Keenan Allen's having a really nice year, as is Hunter Henry. But back-to-back, uh, -back, really close calls with them and the, and the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I just don't see it for the Chargers. I, I like the Saints to go ahead and win on Monday night at home. And last one for you, Heist. Do you have any upset picks this week? It's a weird week in terms of the slate. There's not a whole lot of really compelling games. Basically, just Colts-Browns. That's really interesting to me. Do you have an upset pick this week? I think the Raiders cover the spread. I don't know if that's necessarily an upset pick. We're but doing this again. <laughs> we're, we're doing this again. I, I think. I, what am I? What am I? Two and zero on, on my Chiefs or anti-Chiefs picks. Um, listen, I, they're they're not going to win. It's still Andy Reid going up against the Raiders and going up against the AFC West, where he flat out dominates. Uh, but I, I think back to that Week Two game where the Raiders really had the Chiefs' number in the first, third, and fourth quarter. And then in the second quarter, Pat Mahomes threw for like 278 yards and four touchdowns, and that was kind of the end of it. Um, you know, Kansas City's dealing with a, a bit of this COVID scare after their, their uh, matchup last week against the Patriots. They're back at home after two weeks of playing teams that they really wanted to send a message to in Baltimore and New England. It, 12 points, guys, 12 and a half points at FanDuel Sportsbook. That's a lot of points at home. And, and what the Raiders like to do is they're going to try and keep Mahomes off the field. I think it's going to be a big Josh Jacobs week. Last year, he had over 200 yards on 29 carries against the Chiefs. I think you're going to see a lot of Josh Jacobs and a lot of running down the clock to try and keep Mahomes and company off the field. Uh, and I think the Raiders, I don't know if they necessarily keep it close, but you know, 12 and a half, I think it's perfectly reasonable that they make this sort of a, a 10-point game. And so I'll say that the Raiders cover the spread this week against Kansas City, you know, trying to give up 12 and a half points. I mean, that's too much. I am done doubting you on your anti-Chiefs picks, Heiss. I will not call you crazy, although I will say that Andy Reid has a bit of a domination against the AFC West, so I'm just going to leave yes, it at that. But I will, I will trust your instincts on this one and say All that right. the Raiders have a really good running game and the Chiefs can't stop the run, so it is absolutely right. well, you, possible. You want, you, want another, you want another upset then, if, if we're going to go down this road again? Let's do All it. Right. All right, Sunday night game. You have the Vikings opening up at uh, plus nine on the road against Seattle since it's moved down to plus seven over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, Minnesota figured out something last week. And again, it was uh, a fairly straightforward matchup against Houston. Uh, but since they've unleashed Justin Jefferson, they have looked like a much more solid, balanced team on offense. Uh, their secondary is still going to get picked apart, but I, I do think their, their front four is terrific. Their linebackers are good. Um, and this is going to be a fun game. Like you're just going to see a lot of deep balls from both Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins. I think this is going to go back and forth. And the fact that the Vikings are, are getting seven to me is very intriguing. And so I don't know if they'll necessarily win, but I would imagine it would be an upset considering how good Seattle has looked all year long. I think the Vikings keep it close and I think it ends up being a one possession game. And so there you go. Another upset. The Vikings cover the spread at plus seven. I like that one. That's a good upset pick right there, yeah. Ben Heisler. I'm into that one. And I think you only gave it to us because you're on the medication. Get better, my friend. <laughs> we always appreciate the time. We look forward to this each and every Thursday here on 101 ESPN. Uh, make sure that you're getting better, man. We, we, we really appreciate the time today. Listen, if I was really on strong stuff, I probably would have said the Vikings straight up. But I'm okay. <laughs> and it's always good to talk to you guys. We'll do it again next week. You're the best. That's Ben Heisler, fantasy football and sports betting analyst over at Sports Illustrated. Give him a follow on Twitter as well, at Benny Heis.